where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to do a epistle, a memorandum to our daughters. What do we tell our daughters about going our own way or remaining a bachelor? This is a common question that sometimes men ask, especially if the mother of the children don't understand MGTOW or they like to label it as the Southern Poverty Law Center does as hate speech because of, quote, misogyny, close quote. Now, we know men going their own way is not misogynistic at all. Literally, it's just men deciding not to marry. How is it that men deciding not to marry women-hating? And this is what I would ask anyone who calls it misogynistic. How is that women-hating? How is it that being pro-man or putting your needs first necessarily anti-woman? But you have to understand the dynamic of marriage and intersexual dynamics. And the dynamic has always been man provides. Man provides. Human ATM machine. The plow horse. And the woman, at least in the olden days, would nurture take care of the domestic hearth, instill the values into the children, raise the values into the children, raise the children, and be a good wife. So the man works and provides, which honestly is in tune with the way most men are wired. Men are doers. We like to be productive. We kind of get our self-esteem from output, results, money, whatever you want to call it, like, like external sources that you're a good man is normally through production of stuff, manufacture, literally working with your hands. So in, in the classic way, go back to Paleolithic ways, but we were the hunters, we provided the food, we fended off beta males or, or attackers. And so men choosing not to sign the, the civil and religious document is almost seen in women's eyes and in society's eyes as a betrayal of what, quote, our job, close quote, is. And our job is to sign the Faustian pact that is the marriage contract, be the human ATM machine, provide, provide. You're the, the typically the majority breadwinner in the family, so you're supposed to concede and acquiesce to the bigger house, even though many times the men don't want it. The newer car, the, the clothes for the kids that are, that honestly, a two-year-old wouldn't care what they're wearing. The trips and all these things, that's your job. So when men opt out, women freak out. Because if enough men, not how they perceive MGTOW to be, which are 
in cell beta males. But those men are important too. See, they are desperate that the high SMV men won't bail out of marriage. Because that's who they want, the rich man, the successful man, the ambitious man, the, the, the guy that they perceive to be alpha. If enough of those guys decided, no, we're not going to marry because of the court system and so forth, I think you would see wholesale changes with intersexual dynamics. Or if there's a, a black bomb or something that happens to civilization where you have to go back to the wilderness, then you're going to see things go back really fast to traditional gender norms. So since 90% of men are still blue-pilled and not MGTOW, or they actually attack MGTOW because they don't get it, it's not really seen as a threat. Now, yes, marriage rates have been dropping. Cohabitation rates have been going up. And this is more because of a lack of, I think, Christianity more than men going wholesale. There's something wrong with the institution of marriage. Most men don't understand the concept of divorce rape until it happens to them. Like when you talk to a man and tell him, hey, you're getting married, there's a 50% chance this is going to end a divorce. Would you get on a plane that crashes 50% of the time? I mean, most of them are such, so steeped in cognitive dissonance and they're wearing the rose-colored spectacles. It's not going to be us. It's not going to be me. They're in such denial. So it's it's kind of the same thing here. Now, the highest of you men, so that's why that's why men are cohabiting and not marrying. It's, it's, it's more to do with the decline of Christianity. And honestly, why buy the cow if you're giving the milk for free? So any of you women who are either were previously married or are never married, if you're in a fornicating relationship with a man, so any man that you're not married in sacramentally in a church, and you haven't taken a vow of chastity, which you should because that's the best thing for your kids if you have them, the best that you don't have the cavalcade of boyfriends coming into their life. It's also the best thing for society. But if you haven't done that, there really is no incentive for the man that you're with to marry you. So even though most men are still blue pill, there are more men who realize that marriage is highly risky. And they're like, well, why am I going to give up independence, having my own place, my own routine, my freedom, the versatility of, of quasi-MGTOW to marry when I'm already getting sex? Also, it just keeps options open if somebody better comes along. Now, women need the beta male to also buy in because... As they approach the wall and they get older and they can't get the high SMV men, they'll rather be with the beta provider and treat them like garbage than be with no one. But either way, let's let's focus. So what do you tell your daughters? You tell your daughters, look, my choice not to marry or remarry in this case, because if you have daughters, you've probably already been married and divorced. My choice to remain single has nothing to do with hating women. My dislike, as we've mentioned here before, and most men who've been divorced raped, their dislike is for the court system. It's the court system. The court system is designed because of no-fault divorce and because of Marxist judges to incentivize divorce. And this is why, if you look in the 1950s, divorce was majority initiated by men, not because they wanted to go their own way. It's because they wanted to divorce the older woman because they wanted to marry their secretary, like Don Draper from Mad Men. But the woman would get remunerated by getting alimony because she typically didn't work and the kids in the house. So it was, it was a good kind of a win-win, so to speak. But now we know 75% of divorces are initiated by women. And when the woman's college educated, 90% of the time it's initiated by the woman. So now divorce is initiated or it's incentivized. So anyone can divorce, but typically, because since women make less money than the man in a marriage, typically she's going to make more money with the divorce. So a man can work on his business 
or save up his assets or his retirement, military or otherwise. And then she initiates divorce. Let's say she's been cheating, had five affairs with five different men. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. She doesn't need a reason. You can sneeze the wrong way. She can divorce you. And so she'll get half of your assets, even though she had nothing to do with the business. You can lose half your retirement, half your pension. Oh, by the way, you have to pay child support. Oh, by the way, you might have to pay alimony, and you get to lose your kids. So what you tell your daughter is, I don't hate women. I hate the system that allows anybody to take advantage of somebody and take their assets and their children away. Clearly, I don't hate you. You're my daughter. I love you. I don't hate women. I don't hate my mother. I don't hate the Virgin Mary, the mother of all mothers. I don't hate nieces. I hate the court system. And since we can't marry rabbits... We have to marry women. Sometimes women get the uh, the blowback ancillary blow. Now, sure, we can talk about how we don't like hypergamy or solipsism. All right. So th- th- if a woman talks about a man wanting to be with younger, attractive women, is she a misandrist? No. She's just stating what every human being knows on the planet, that if men had the option... They like young, beautiful women. So why is it if a man brings up that women are hypergamous by instinct, that they want to maximize their man by finding other man that can provide him the highest resources security because that taps into their paleolithic wiring? Why is that misogynistic? It's not. But since we live in the critical theory of the Frankfurt School, of the Marxists, especially now in the last two years, but I mean the Frankfurt School came in the 1930s, in the woke culture, any logic or, or, or cogent points could thrown out the window. So, I mean, you can make these cogent points, but they'll just label you, right? You didn't like Obama's policies when he was a president? You're a racist. If you don't like open borders because you think a country has the right to determine who enters the border because you wouldn't want the right to determine who jumps over your fence of your house and crashes your windows and gets into your house. But if you don't like open borders, then you're a racist, right? This is critical theory. This is Frankfurt School. This is cultural Marxist. You know, Saul Alinsky. This is all the, the rules for radicals. This is the typical MO. So uh, I would tell my daughter, I chose not to remarry because A, I can't afford to marry, and B, the statistics would bode that the marriage isn't going to end well. 70% of second marriages end in divorce. And the first marriage was very difficult. I lost a lot. I lost you, my daughter, daughters, whatever it is. And I'm just choosing to be like St. Paul and the apostles and the desert fathers, the monks. And I'm just choosing to remain single, working on optimizing all aspects of my life, working on my prayer life, working on being the best man, the best father I can be. So not remarrying is not anti-woman at all. Now, the, the left, which controls every cultural institution in America will tell you and tell the women for sure that it's anti-women because it's important for men to marry. The whole system is set up for men to marry. As I mentioned earlier, the tax system is set up for men to marry. Welfare. Most of welfare money comes from productive taxpayers. Who are the, who are the predominantly productive taxpayers? Men. Who are, who's largely on welfare? Women. Now you could say it's oh because women were abused by men who left them. No, that's actually not true. This is women who choose to have children out of wedlock because they want to get the benefit as a whole. So the whole system is set up to keep men in the matrix, 
to keep you on the plantation. And so if you question anything about family law, proposed law, any of these things, you're automatically told, shut up, sit down. You can't wake up. You got to be like Neo with the the rod shoved up the back of your head. And this is why they use those shame tactics. Misogynist, hater, whatever it is. No, you're not a hater. Again, being pro taking care of your health, your resources, or just choosing to live alone doesn't make you anti-woman. You're just choosing not to marry. And it's simple as that. So anytime a woman hears about men going their own way, of course they panic and they're fearful. So they have to resort to reactiveness, thinking solipsistically and emotionally, and they get angry because they know deep down if enough men chose not to marry, their avenues for provisioning insecurity would be limited, and that fears them greatly. And so they have to attack MGTOW. But you just tell your daughters that when they're of the right age, just, again, I'm against the court system that took you away from me. As I mentioned, whoever initiates divorce shouldn't receive a dime or the children. That would save marriage very quickly. I don't like the system that took you away from me. I don't like a system that takes a man's hard work, hard earned income or savings away from him on the other person's whim and caprice. I'm just remind him, I don't hate women. I love you and I love other women in my life. I just don't like the court system. And if I choose not to remarry, that's my choice. And it's not anti-woman. It's just my choice. It's pro-me and pro-man. And that's what men going your own way is about. Men finding and paving their own road, being a sigma, being the Mandalorian, being the lone wolf, and living your life the way you want to do it. And simply that's it. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds if you have an Apple product. You'll notice two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal if you want to donate 4 or $5 to pay the cost of hosting this because it costs money monthly for me to host on the server. Also, you'll see the link for naturopathicearth.com. You can check out 200 recipes, lots of articles. All the podcast episodes are over there. So go over there. And um, lastly, please subscribe and post an honest review for the awakened man, for female holistic health apothecary, and for confessions of an illness child. God bless. Pray. And be grateful for you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.